right, it's been another week, and uh, wow, what a what a crazy week it was. We had an election last week, and uh, uh, not really upsets, but but you know, things in Valpo and Portage and some other areas. So, uh, but anyways, uh, we are India. Uh, we are Indiana. We're in Indiana. WVLP one hundred three point one FM, Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims, and one of the other hosts on the other line, far away, about 50 miles north of here. He's in the middle of a boat uh, near Chicago <laughs> in a canoe. That's uh, Andy Posek. In a canoe. <laughs> I like that, Mr. Sims. <laughs> oh, now I'm Mr., huh? Okay. Right. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day, actually Sheila from our health department, and she was all upset because somebody mammed her. And uh, that made her feel kind of old. She got mammed. Ah. So, <laughs> I would be upset, too, if I was mammed. I understand. <laughs> Anyways, and our show today is sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, a check with Lodge number 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso. And they are celebrating 175 years of being in Valparaiso, helping the community. So, uh, And without further ado, we have a, a packed studio today. It's kind of cool. Um, they're representing Wall and Holland Home. Did I say that correctly? I'm, yep. I'm getting some nods here. <laughs> yeah, we have Peggy, Danielle, and Xander. Yeah. So say hello. Hello. <laughs> hey. Hi there. This is Danielle. <laughs> this is Peggy. This is Xander. There you go. And and Andy's on the other line. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Andy right. Bozak here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, let's, let's get started. What is the Wall and Holland Home? So, um, well, this is Danielle again. So, uh, Wall and Holland Home is uh, it's Wall and Holland Home Family Hope Recovery, and um, we are a brand new, soon to be a nonprofit because we have started, we've had the filing. Oh, okay. Right now, so we're almost there. Um, Five hundred one C three. Five hundred one three. Okay. Yeah, however you pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying B C whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, that will be located in Portage Portage Township area. Okay. Um, and our goal is something a little different than the community has now is to open a family recovery home starting with women and children. And okay. We'll explain to you. Yeah, I was gonna say as we, okay. as we get on and. Uh, and, uh, and, and the mission of Wall and Holland Home is to provide a safe, recovery-based residential home for families navigating from addiction to recovery. Um, and, and any kind of addiction, like alcohol, narcotics? Uh, yes. Right? Those yes. are probably the most popular addictions. Yes, they are. Okay. They are. And, I, and I'm sorry, where were you guys located? What city was that? So, uh, Portage. Oh, Portage, city great. Portage, yes, yes, yes. So, um so I met Greg through a friend, and we are going to be having our very first event, but we want people to know about who we are and what we want to do in the community, and kind of like where this came from, I guess, mm -hmm. was probably what you're going to ask me next. That's what sure. people say. <laughs> so, so, uh, She's reading my script. Uh-oh. So um, the idea comes from, uh, so I'm in recovery. I'm a recovering person. I've been recovering for over 15 years. Um, and I have had two children at the time when I got clean and sober. And I had to recover, not only myself, but my children had to recover with me, but there was absolutely nowhere for us to go. So we stayed in a crappy little apartment and we, and I depended on people in recovery to, to help me with these children. And I will tell you, my pretty, if I can say so, they're pretty awesome. Um, but I might be a little biased, and one is sitting next to me, so I gotta be careful what I say. But um, but I've had this idea in my head for years, and then I've been talking about it to friends, some friends, and then in December, I bumped into Peggy at Walmart. Did it hurt when she bumped into you? Actually, she ran me over with the shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. Uh, Peggy and I have known each other for 15 years. Wow. So because yes. I also am in recovery. Oh wow! I got in just a little bit after Danielle, mm -hmm. so I've been recovering for 15 years now. Wow! Too. Yeah. And when you guys say recovering, is that? Uh, and I'm sorry for the ignorance, but is that is that something you guys will always be doing? Is that why you word it that way? 
It, we do because we are recovering from any mood-changing and mind-altering substances. We don't say just like sober because that means just uh -huh. not drunk. We are recovering from anything that would affect our mood and change our mind, which is awesome. part of our addiction. And there is no cure for it. It's chronic. It's fatal. And so mm -hmm. we have to keep treating it. And we do that through 12-step recovery, meetings, sponsorship. And uh, we want to share that gift that we've been given through those programs with other people in the community. So that's what recovering is. Well, thank you for explaining that. That's, that makes a lot of sense and it seems super positive, which is what we try to do on the show is, you know, spread yeah. this positivity. So thank you again. Well, and, and Andy, you, you, I haven't talked to you since then, but uh, I actually went to my first AA meeting, but I'm not an alcoholic, but they have open meetings and I was welcomed in. And I'll tell you what, it was, it, eye-opening and it was really cool and they talked about the 12-step process so Peggy when you said that I know exactly what you're saying they had recited it there and there's a big poster on the wall and really really cool stuff that what you guys do to help and what you guys do with yourselves plus helping the community it's, we always it's all neat. say that we would hope that everyone would have a 12-step program because mm -hmm. it helps us in all areas of our lives not just with right. our addiction and our recovery and the 12th step uh, says that after having this awakening and learning how to live life without the use of drugs, mm -hmm. that we go out and share it with others in the community. That's like our, our mission, mm -hmm. as well as what we're doing with the Walland Holland Home. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Great, I love it. So, so I'm in Walmart, it's right before Christmas, and um, I had just uh, switched, had just accepted an offer to switch jobs. I had worked at a senior living for in senior living for nine years at this point, and I had uh, accepted a job working for a recovery center. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was not by coincidence that that job was offered to me. I, uh, in the program, we talk about um, a God of our understanding, and that's kind of part of our, our 12 steps and our principles. And I believe, firmly believe, that God put me in Walmart to see Peggy and mm -hmm. gave me this job because I would tell you, I was really close to walking away from recovery before I took that job. Wow. Not using again, but I was just done with doing the stuff. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff. And like, I got a life now. Like, yeah. why would I want to do all that stuff? The stuff that gave me my life, let's remember that. So um, so anyhow, so I got this job and run into to, um, Peggy and we just start talking and I don't even know how it came up. I think you said something like, if you had, if you could do anything, like if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would you do with that? And yeah. I told you I would open a three-quarter house. And my wow. mouth dropped because wow. I had been talking about this for years. Mm -hmm. And a, wow. a really good friend named Lisa Leach, who I'd been talking to about this, some of you might know her. She uh, worked for the township, but um, she's a really good friend of mine. And uh, so she says to me, so I tell Peggy, I said, we start talking about it, and then we both have to go because I, I don't know what was going on. But I said, I'm going to reach out to you. And, uh, and I did um, after Christmas. And after Lisa said, are you going to do this or what? Like, what are we going to do? And I said, well, I got to reach out to somebody because I, mm -hmm. there's somebody I want to do this with Wow, me. yeah. Um, and, and here we are, basically. We, yeah. we formed a group, and uh, I will tell you, um, we formed a group of 15 individuals that, uh, that I know. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all from different aspects of life, uh, six Six of us are in recovery that are on the board. We have a board of 15 people. Oh, wow. Six That's a big us. board. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's pretty cool, too, the people. Um, there's 16, There's 15 of us, uh, six in recovery. Two of them are uh, my children, actually, which I didn't even want to be there, but they they, they said they wanted to, so they are. And um, and then other people that are in the community. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so Wong Holland Home formed it originally was going to be like house of hope or hope house or something with hope um and then my my son who's next to me xander came by and he said uh well uh my my whole thing was is why are we doing this you know what i mean like there's there's a reason why and mm -hmm. a big thing for me and i saw how it impacted my mom is like we had two women in our lives my, two of my mom's best friends who died to the disease of addiction 
And I was like, this to me, this is like our why, you know. So we need to honor these women, mm-hmm. and that's where Wall and Holland came from. That's their last names. Oh, wow, wow, yeah, that is pretty- really cool, especially for some. Uh, I don't know how old you are, Dana, but that to have that thought, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm 23 years old. He I looks said, like he's I, 16, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dad. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's even cooler. <laughs> I'm getting old. I am getting old. <laughs> yeah. You're great, Grandpa. <laughs> so, so we have our first board meeting, and, uh, and, and Xander, we come to there with his name with all of our group, and it was funny because <laughs> Peggy says, I'm going to come with an open mind. <laughs> and... And it was the most coolest first board meeting you ever be involved in. Mm-hmm. There was not one dry eye in the room. Wow. We just kept passing the box. <laughs> we, the, the box of Kleenex? We voted yeah. in Danielle as the president. Um, Unanimously. Yeah. These people who, none of them knew me except for just a few people in the room. They voted me in as vice president. Wow. And so then they had to scoot the box of Kleenex to me because <laughs> I got choked up. And then yeah. my one woman uh, was a... A good friend of mine, she started, you know, winning weepy. So we were, I said, this is the weirdest board meeting I've ever been. <laughs> you know, just dabbing our eyes. But, you know, it, it sounds like you, you knew right from the start you had something special going. We do. So, we do. Yeah. There's nothing like this model yeah. in the region. Uh-huh. Um, there is something like this in Columbus, um, Indiana. But there's okay. nothing like this in the region. Um What makes your model different? Is it because you're welcoming uh, moms and, and kids or um, can you kind of elaborate a little? Sure. When I was in recovery, I started my journey at a halfway house here in Valparaiso, Alice's house. But it was uh-huh. only for women without their children. And so it was a really great place because we were um, given a place to live, to eat, mm-hmm. to um, attend meetings, to get jobs, to get help through the churches and local township organizations for rent money and things like that. But once um, anyone would get pregnant or want to reunite with their children, they had to leave that house. Mm. So, this, uh. so Wall and Holland is going to be different because it's going to be, we need something interim. That's why I call it a three-quarter because you have the halfway house where you get your start. But then if you just leave the halfway house, as I've seen, because I went on staff at that house and I saw a lot of young women that would go out and they were facing custody battles, child mm. protective services uh, cases, um, baby daddies and no jobs and parents and anger and you know just all the the roadblocks to them keeping and doing well in their recovery so i Mm -hmm. wanted to and we want to have this next step where the women can reunite with their children but still be in a safe environment and then like extend the model to include things like Parenting classes, anger mm-hmm. management classes, mm. oh, that's awesome. getting uh, legal help <clears throat> for their cases that they have with their children or custody or whatever, and still keep them in this environment and then give them a, a really good start, not just a six months or a one year start to their recovery. Because I will tell you, speaking from personal experience as an addict and as seeing the young women that would cycle through that house, it's tough. You know, our disease is fatal and it's dangerous and it's baffling and cunning they say in that other fellowship and uh, it's hard to just live life and do the right thing when you're battling all these other on these other fronts so we want to help mm-hmm. these initially women and their children get a, a, a real head start with their recovery but to mm-hmm. do it together reunited wow and do you have a place picked out yet or so we're not there yet okay so um, right now we are at the very beginning we know that we would like to be in the Portage, Portage Township. We definitely mm-hmm. want to be in that community. Um, realistically, because there's nothing there besides the right. Recovery Association, which is houses recovery meetings. Mm. But besides that, there isn't. Um, I don't happen to live in Portage, um, but it's just <laughs> it's just a good community, yeah. a good place for it to be. Valparaiso has quite a few of different halfway houses, homeless shelters, things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and we just all kind of agreed with it. We just agreed that it was just a good place where we want to be. So we're at the beginning stages. We're researching, which has been, it's there's so much, um, and and the fundraising. So our, we're having our very first fundraising event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when is that? Yeah, let's. That is May twentieth. May twentieth. Okay. From one p.m. to five p.m. Okay. Um, at the Portage Recovery Association. Oh, where I was just 
Last yes. week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I know I'm, exactly where that's at. Yeah, I've been going there actually since I had like, I had like nine days clean and sober when I went to my first, or not synonymous meeting there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they hold all types of different 12 sets of meetings. And, yeah. yeah, we can talk about them briefly afterwards, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so, anyways, so you're, yeah. yeah, so May 20th from 1 yeah. to 5 one at to five, the PRA. At the PRA, it'll be inside and outside. Okay. Um, it's a $10 charge to get mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, per person, and we're going to have a, a buffet of food. Okay. Um, different. We have all types of stuff going to be there. So, and then we're going to have live entertainment. Uh, Ron Barney, if you haven't heard of him, he's going to donate his time. He's pretty awesome. Okay. Uh, and then Evan J, if you haven't heard of them, they're live entertainers. They're awesome too. They're going to be there. We'll have silent auctions, 50 50 raffles, bouncy house. It's a family event, and 12 and under eat free. And uh, Xander the Clown is going to be there? Xander the Clown yeah. is going to be there. And then, then Xander the magi- <laughs> ma- Magician? <laughs> and then Xander the Saxophonist? Uh, right? Xander, you do it all, man. <laughs> I can. I can learn. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> well, we also want to start beginning to educate the community, so we're hoping exactly. to have yeah. um, tables of like Narcotics Anonymous, the 12-step fellowship is going to have Mm -hmm. a table there with their literature so people can ask about that. I've contacted someone from the Al-Anon fellowship Mm -hmm. to have them come and give like an information table. We're hoping to have AA there, maybe ACOA, which is Adult Children of Alcoholics. So people who come, um, not only can they give us some money by buying our baskets or we're we're thinking we're going to do this as a silent auction, but we're going to have a lot of different baskets and uh, donated items to bid on, but then we'll also have all these tables set up to really Mm -hmm. give a lot of information to the community. And and briefly talk about the Al-Anon, because that's... That's a little, well, explain that to people. Al-Anon, it's Al-Anon and Naranon, although there are no Naranon meetings in this area, but Al-Anon is for families and loved ones of alcoholics. Naranon, family and loved ones of uh, narcotic addicted people. So I'm not an alcoholic, but I live with one. Exactly. I would go to the Al-Anon yes. to help me with this situation. Yes. yes. That's that's Be- important. Because yeah. it's a family disease and it affects mm-hmm. everyone. There's Alateen, there's Al-Anon. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So Al-Anon then would be like 18 and over? Is that, or it like, doesn't is it really matter. Oh. I don't think it really matters, but we like to have an Alateen for kids to feel more comfortable when there's not people like our age there to hear them. Right. You know, they, they seem to feel a little safer and oh. can speak more freely when they're just surrounded by their peers. Yeah. 12-step recovery is, is peer-oriented, you know. It is. Yeah, that's cool. So at your facility there, or at the, the, the PRA, you will have all of these wonderful tables set up with, with information. So people that are, they want to get a nice meal, $10, some awesome entertainment, yes. and some incredible information yes. and, and uh, about all the opportunities they have to either... It, now, the Al-Anon stuff, that could be for some, is that for someone that, like, if I work with somebody who's an alcoholic, I usually live with them? Anyone who is affected by the alcoholic's okay. behavior. So it, it, it goes across many, many spectrums. Good, good, good. And that's why I kind of I kind of thought that, but I'm like, I don't know enough about it to where I I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Now I do, but yeah, that, that's wonderful. Um, hey, Greg, yeah. what is, because I, I kind of bleeped out when she said it, what is the PRA and where is this? Oh, Go go ahead. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I actually serve on that board. Yeah, I was say, I saw you the other night too. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm all over. You never know where you're going to find me. Um, but the Portage Recovery Association is a um, also a nonprofit, not 5013C. But Andy, just to give you an idea, yeah, and the listeners, the n- not only the nonprofit, no one gets paid. It's 100% volunteer. Yes, which is incredible. That is so cool. Yeah, percent yeah. volunteer, and uh, we house 12-step meetings, and we're also a safe um, place for uh, recovering people to go. So, and there's some awesome things on their highs in there. But, yeah, it's in Portage. It's on McCaslin and Willow Creek. Right okay. across from uh, Living Hope Church. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, okay. And about two okay. blocks north of Willow Creek Middle School. Yeah, yeah. It's the old pool hall. It used to be a pool hall. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it used to be yeah. a little pool hall. So, yeah. and you could still play pool there, by the way. Yes, it's what a dollar a game. Yeah, dollar game recovery <laughs> pool. It's called recovery pool. And, and all the money goes towards the the facility. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's really so, a cool place. 
This sounds like a great uh, first fundraising event. I, I'm just curious when when you're trying to start an organization like this, what kind of money do you guys need to raise? How long does this process take? I mean, this is amazing. Please, don't, I'm just curious. I'm getting a lot of interesting looks here. <laughs> no, I just I think that's it's amazing what you guys are doing, and I mean I couldn't even wrap my head around how much work this is involved here, and I, I'm. This is awesome. So, so what I, I'm I guess, hearing is that you're going to come to the event on the 20th, and then he's got 20 kids, so we can bring all of them, pay for all of them, and give a nice little donation. Yes, you can. Yeah, I like this idea. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so so our goal is to open the door within four years. Oh, okay. Wow, that's awesome. If I had to guess. Did I hear seven? Did I no, I thought we initially said seven. You're scaring me. No, now. it was at 2027. 20, oh, oh, okay. See, there's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Uh oh. I, I asked the rough question. <laughs> yeah, you did. Look out. There's uh -oh. dissension in the ranks. <laughs> Be careful. Oh, maybe I didn't write it down. <laughs> so between four and seven. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would imagine, you know, it, it's going to be a money thing. If, if you find what you're looking for and you realize it's so much money and you're not there yet, it's going to take a little time. But if yes. you get there, you know, might get there quicker. You might get some nice donations and 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 you're able to go. Yeah, well, so, they, and yeah. there's all types of things. There's grants out there, and and on our board mm -hmm. we have um, three, three, four ladies that have written grants and oh, know wow. how to write grants. Mm -hmm. Our board consists of so many different people. We're talking about we have a police officer. We have somebody who works with township. We have um, a couple accountants. We have um, uh, my son Xander, um, who is a I don't know what he does. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the board, I'm the marketing chair, so I made okay. like the the logo, the oh, okay. the fires, and yeah. all the other things. Yeah, yeah. But he's also a child and grew up in recovery mm -hmm. um, with his mother. So, um, so yeah, we just have all these different people from different mm -hmm. walks of life to contribute. So. Um, and and we're going to head down to Columbus here in two weeks and check out uh, wow. a place called Legacy that is doing basically exactly what we are looking to do. Maybe see how they started and where they kind of yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they've been so kind they've been sending us information and wow. they've been yeah it's it's that's just, nice yeah yes yeah and I also I work in recovery so in my day job mm -hmm. what I do during the day <laughs> is uh, I'm a business development I do marketing and mm -hmm. and sales so. You know, getting to know a lot of people, and mm -hmm. I know a lot of people. So. Oh, no, that's good. And uh, so now, let's go back to your fundraiser because there might be some people out there that want to like donate. I mean, are you looking for some items to to raffle off, or I mean, are you taking if someone yes, has something? We are. Go ahead. Zander. <laughs> okay. Um, the marketing man. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. So, I mean. We could take any type of donation if they want to donate money. Um, we also have the baskets if they wanted to do that. So would this be someone making a basket, putting stuff in it, and giving you the basket? Okay. Yeah. And then okay. they would, um, people would buy tickets and put the tickets in the in like a bucket and then gotcha. pull it out and okay. then say the number and then they would win that basket. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then if if anybody wants to donate, we'll take donations of food donations. We'll take gift card donations. We'll take. Um, donations of checks if you want um, you can what's that cash, cash. yeah <laughs> cash, cash is king cash good. works yeah sure cash. yeah um, yeah anything okay. you want to give because the goal is to um, change some lives mm -hmm. so so now can they bring it somewhere beforehand or they you want them to bring it there that day of if that what, what works um, so you would contact myself which um, is Danielle? I'm Danielle Balink. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we well, you can email us at Xander. Can you read that? Yeah, it's uh, Wall Holland Recovery. So Wall is W A H L mm -hmm. Holland Recovery at gmail.com. So that is our email. So Wall Holland is all one, like one word. Yes. Yeah. In the email. They won't let you use the and for sand in the email. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. At wallholland at gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they can email us. That's probably the best way. But my okay. phone number is on the flyer, so you can even call me, okay. um, which I'll put that number out there. Okay, <laughs> go ahead if you want. At 219-617-1099. Not the whole world has okay. my phone number, and that's great. Well, well if it's on your flyers, it right, you kind of want it? My okay. business card is everywhere. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> so if anyone out there would like to donate to this uh, fundraising event, the Wall Holland uh, Home, um, you can Danielle's name or number is two one nine six one seven one zero nine nine or Wall Holland 
at gmail.com. Walholland Recovery. Oh, Walholland Recovery. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. our full name okay. is Walholland Holland Home Family Hope Recovery. Okay. The name of our. Um, well, that's going to fit big on a t shirt, right? It's uh, going to be beautiful. <laughs> you will see them when you come to that event. On so, the some bumper right? stickers. All the. Yeah, park in the lot and all the stickers will be put on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty exciting. No, this is cool. And uh, yeah, I hope a lot of people uh, attend it for you. And. By then, maybe we'll have, you know, some weather that's not so uh, rainy and cold. Let's hope not. We're going to have a bouncy house for the kids. We're hoping to block off the street where the PRA is oh. and have a bouncy house and have tables set up for eating outside because we're going to be grilling and having different foods, oh. you know, that way. How about but, a bouncy house for the adults? Oh, no thanks. <laughs> Andy, Andy, want, actually, he was in one and he popped it. Oh, my God. He had this little pen in his pocket. When he fell down, it popped up. Oh, my gosh. You want want to tell him about that, Andy, or are you you still embarrassed? I I hit 40 last week, so there's no bounce houses in my future. (laughs) Well, another important part of this, too, is we want people to see what addicts in recovery look like. You know, Mm -hmm. there's such a stigma against, you know, the the drunk in the gutter, the the homeless person on the street just trying to rob you or steal your money. But we want them to see the people who are in this community. And there are a lot of us who are recovering and are um, contributing members of society now. Mm -hmm. We're not those people that we used to be when we were in active addiction. And we want you to come and get to know us Mm -hmm. and know what recovery looks like because this... Yeah, what recovery looks like. I, I, I tell you, when I was when I was at the the PRA the other day, it was, I I had no idea. I couldn't tell who was, you know, if you were because I knew the room was filled with both, mm-hmm. and if you were to tell me, you know, which ones, I might get close to some, but others, I'm like, there's no way, mm-hmm. you know, there's just no way. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, and and one of the you know like, one of the words buzzing around and meaning was gratitude, and I'll tell you, it was it was very humbling hearing. The words coming out for people that were just just gracious for for places like that to exist for the people around them um and i even you know i had a chance to talk to and and it was nice for me to see people that want to be contributing to society you know they they had some little hiccups and and they they moved past that and and they're looking nothing but rainbows and sunshine kind of a thing you know even though there's gonna be some bumps there's gonna be there might be a cloudy day on occasion we know that you know Maybe Life's even a hailstorm on occasion. I get that. <laughs> you just you just never know. And you know what else is so exciting for me, and I've shared this with um, Peggy and Xander and the rest of the team um, that's working on this with us, is that we have 15 human beings that believe in this project. Six of them are in recovery. Mm-hmm. So that's nine people, which we would call you people normies in our world. Oh. <laughs> You're a normie. Um, uh, that believe in Andy it. is not a normie. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't He's know me that well. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but it's, it's community, right? So we have a community yeah. of people that believe. And so we yeah. have recovering and community joining together mm-hmm. to do something that... Because I will tell you, you can't tell me you don't know one person that's been affected. Right. Oh, you're absolutely 100% correct. I mean, this kid, I mean yeah. I was, he was eight years old when I um, it changed my life. And I mean... I'm sure I put him through hell before those, you know, those eight years. And yeah. And some of the people on our board, their families have been affected by the disease of addiction too. So they they see it from that side, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very fortunate. I have a daughter. She's getting married this fall, and I would have never been able to be like part of her wedding and have mm-hmm. this, you know, lovely family relationship that I have with my family if it weren't for recovery. Because. Yeah. You know, you say you look at people and you can't really tell, well, right. are they one or are they not, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, 16 years ago, I was homeless, hopeless, degraded, living in an abandoned house, wow. and doing drugs, and that's all I did. And at the end of my road, I was thinking of, like, suicide mm-hmm. or starting to do things that I hadn't done to that point to get more money to use because I didn't know any other way. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I had been introduced to NA along the way, and I finally made the decision to go to a friend and use his phone, and I called my sister for help. And that was the beginning of my recovery. So there's a lot of us out there who are, as you say, very right. grateful to be alive mm-hmm. and in recovery. Yeah. But we need those places to exist so that more people can be helped. Yes. And yeah. uh, it, whether they're, you know, again, family members yeah. or, 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 you know, the, the addiction itself. The addicts. Yeah, yeah, the addicts themselves. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think all the time, and I know Xander and I, me and Peggy have talked about it. It was, you know, it was that one choice that, that, that I made, but I too had been introduced to 12 mm-hmm. step program actually by one of the, the women who the homes named after her name mm-hmm. was Jackie wall. Mm-hmm. Her mother introduced me to recovery. Oh, wow. um, uh, her name's Ellie Kling, and I adore her. She's on our <laughs> board also. Um, and I've known her since I was a child, mm-hmm. since I was 13. And she actually introduced me to recovery and when it was that time for me. And, you know, so you just you just don't know. And making that one choice that changed everything in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, Xander could speak to that. Yeah, I would agree, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I mean, cool. It's just yeah. that, one, that one you just don't know. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm truly... This whole experience of like starting this and people believing in it and um, having people that are just so amazing mm-hmm. around me mm-hmm. is just so humbling to me. And <laughs> if I don't, I'm, yes, I'm closing my eyes because I'm already teared up because <laughs> I get so emotional. We have no tissues in here. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I use Xander's sleeve. He's used to it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so your, your fundraiser again is May 20th, May 20th. from 1 to 5 at the uh, Portage Recovery Association. Off of Willow Creek Road and McCasland. Do we have an ad? Do we have an actual address? I do. Okay. I have it all, all the information. So it is at five nine six five McCasland Avenue in Portage. Okay. And then ten dollars for a nice buffet, and it sounds like you're you're barbecuing We're and barbecuing desserts, desserts and. And Food. bouncy house, bouncy house. As long as Andy doesn't uh, jump in it, <laughs> I know Xander will be in it for oh, sure. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> and you've got a couple bands, you said. And are they going to be inside, outside? Outside. So outside. Ron, uh, Ron Barney plays acoustic guitar mm-hmm. um, and sings, and he's he's lovely. Uh, he um, I've known him for years, and uh, and then Ev and Jay they. And well, everyone's donating their time. Oh, so so Evan J. If you haven't heard of them, they do um, just live entertainment. They dress up. Mm-hmm. You're, oh, okay. They're really there. If you well, have not seen them perform, it is a good time. If you don't dance now, you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and, and maybe maybe they've been on the station with another uh, another group because uh, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, and it's Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your co-hosts, Greg Sims, the other co-host on the other line, sitting in a canoe uh, in Lake Michigan is Andy Bozek. Are, are you coming near shore yet? <laughs> Finding the lighthouse, Greg. Finding uh, the lighthouse. Get the lighthouse. Then you're in by Michigan City then. Okay, you're a little bit off. Uh, 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 <laughs> of course. Your, your navigation uh, senses are terrible. But uh, And we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Chequick Lodge number 56 in Valparaiso, Indiana. And, uh, yeah, so we're just talking with Peggy and Danielle and Xander, and I just kicked Peggy, I think, um, <laughs> about the uh, Wall and Holland home, which is a, uh, a recovery home. An, an an addiction slash recovery home, yeah, for families. Uh, so it's it's an interesting concept. Only one of them exists right now in Indiana, and this will be number two, right? So I've I've got some questions. Uh, oh, okay. I got a question on this um, the home. You said initially um, that you guys were going to welcome women and children. What's the long term goal? When you when you use the word initially, I assume are you guys eventually going to welcome a whole family that needs recovery? I mean, years down the road, or what, what's the the long term plan? So I think that there is that would be great. Um, there's just a lot that goes into it when you start mixing. You know, when men are around, men, kind of, I mean, yeah, that's just, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. You guys, no, I'm just wow. No, it makes sense. No, it's just, it you makes sense. Be careful, but, yeah. but on yeah. the other hand, I, half of my life, I was, and I know men that raise children alone, mm-hmm. and I was 13 to 18 raised by my father, and so um, it does happen, um, who was an addict, and mm-hmm. so, you know, who never found recovery, mm-hmm. and so, we're going to keep an open mind about it. We want to keep an open mind about it because, yeah, you just don't know. I mean, what I believe, yeah, I can't predict the future, but there's no doubt in my mind that this is something that's needed in the, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we forget about the family. You know, it's, yeah. it's, I would agree. I, we just recently had one of the, the homes on, and they were talking about that. And 
you know, a lot of places around will take women or women and child or the man, like you mentioned, and there's not a lot of, well, excuse me, not the women and child at the same time. The caring place will on domestic abuse situations, mm-hmm. but, you know, not for recovery. And uh, I think this is an awesome idea. And I think that the reason I asked that question is that I like what you're thinking about, you know, taking care of the man and the child as well if they're in a situation that they need this help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're saying. We're keeping an open mind about that. Initially, we're going to make it for women and their children. Mm-hmm. So is it? It has to be family then, right? You're thinking like if it was just a woman, no, they, they you want it family because you know, there's other places for women to go, right? Is that what exactly? Okay. As Andy said, we have the caring place. Not mm-hmm. only do they do the domestic abuse victims, but they mm-hmm. have, the other side is women in recovery. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a hard situation because the domestic abuse victims still have like medications and things and it sometimes crosses over to the other side of the house wow. and they'll be trading you know drugs for money and oh. things like that so there are some pitfalls that can happen mm-hmm. when you're mixing um, different groups of people mm-hmm. and so this primarily as I said I started in a halfway house that was just for women but we couldn't have any children in the house there just wasn't enough room in the facility and mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. very early recovery all you can do is think about how not to take that next drug. Mm-hmm. I know for me, my daughter was already an adult and hadn't spoken to me for a year and a half when I got to the halfway house. So I was very fortunate that my uh, sister helped me get into it mm-hmm. and I could totally focus on just my recovery because it's a 24-7 thing when you're first getting well. clean. You need to learn how to live without the use of drugs, get to meetings, get a job you know I when I was in the halfway house my very first fast food job ever in life was when I got into recovery I was 57 years old and I went to work at a local restaurant and wow. I was dropping chairs on my toes and oh, trying no. to make shakes and it was oh, going everywhere <laughs> there's a lot of things we have to learn how to live all over again yeah. without the wow. use of mood-changing mind-altering substances Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, oh, that Xander was going to say something. <laughs> I mean, I could, yeah. Well, so for me, the reason why this home is so important when you, you know, when you have the women and in, in the children is because, as I said before, I'm the child of a recovering mm-hmm. addict. And, so, you know, growing up, um, my mom was in recovery and we had recovered together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because before, when she was using, you know, things were different. You know, she was working, and then there's just a lot of things going on. And then when she got in recovery, like, things changed, and we were together more. And so to be able to combine that and to be able to recover together with your child and, you know, have just have them together and not feel alone and miss out on any mm-hmm. time while you're working on yourself and your relationship with your child at the same time. Now, were you able to, as a young boy, were you able to understand kind of what was going on? or? So my mom has always been so crystal clear with me on everything. Mm. You know, it's... I, it's always, you know, honesty is the best policy. Mm-hmm. So my mom's always been to that, you know, to the T and always told me everything straight up. And so mm-hmm. I always knew what was going on. And, you know, I just handled it and mm-hmm. we kept a good relationship all the way through. Yeah. That and school and yeah, <laughs> your other, your sibling, you had another, there's another person in the house, a brother, sister? So um, at the time I had a sister, and then okay. later on I do have a little brother. Okay. But at the time when yeah. when she was in recovery, um, it was me and my sister most of the time, and um, me and my sister would go to school and we'd come home, and I would help her with schoolwork and stuff. My mom's working and doing things and things like that. So yeah, it was a lot on my plate, but you know we did it. Well, and and you being a part of this new house, that that's a benefit to you know what you're you know what they're going through because you've done it. One hundred percent. Yeah. And you've been successful. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe a little bit more than okay, but you know, that's okay, Mom. Yeah. I'll pick up the slack here. Yeah. yeah. Well, and later in life, in recovery, I ended up having a another child. So mm-hmm. I have a nine-year-old now. Wow. And then um, three years ago, me and my husband received another child. <laughs> yeah. so, you got a full house going on now. Uh, but we, our, our youngest child is actually our second oldest child. So three years ago, we received a, a young lady who's our adult adopted daughter. Oh, cool. She's our daughter, and so we yeah. have four kids. Wow. We have four kids. So yeah, in recovery, I've gotten married. I've had more kids. I've have a granddaughter <laughs> now. Life my is son, good. My son's yeah. a, a husband and a father. Yeah. Wow. So, That's awesome. <laughs> That's good stuff. So. 
Are you guys connected to the, the Portage Recovery Association? Are you guys working with them now? Or are you just using their facility? Or what's the, the connection there? Or, I mean, I know you guys are a part of that organization as well. So, but is this, are they connected? So we are not connected. However, I do serve on that board. And um, That's awesome. that has been my... <laughs> I love that. By the way, Peggy keeps me straight, you guys. She is my girl right here. I just told her to quit banging her hands on the table because there's a mic sitting there. I don't, I don't know. Let me tell you this was so many times where she's like, You told me to, to, to call you out. I said, I have needed you in my life for a while. Lady. You need somebody to hold you accountable. But the question was about the PRA. So I have been going there since I had about 10 days um, clean and sober. So, um, and now I serve on the board, and then the president of that, um, Jake Monahan, he actually is on our board also. Oh, that's so awesome! We just have a working relationship. I think <clears throat> that would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, there is the Portage Recovery Association rents out spaces in order to hold events, and mm -hmm. so we actually had an anonymous donor pay for our. Oh space. wow! So they're benefiting from you guys. I mean, so you're helping them as well. Yes, we support That's each cool. other, and you know, okay. more people are knowing about them. We all have the same goal. Goal, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? To help, because in recovery, we say you can't keep what we have. You can only keep what we have, have by giving it away. away. Yeah. Gotcha. It's kind of an oxymoron. Thank you. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. So if one of our listeners is um, having trouble and they've got an addiction that they've wanted to address for a while, or maybe they just decided tonight they want to address it, what would be the first step uh, an addict or uh, someone that's drinking or an alcoholic, what would they do? They, do? Do they contact somebody or what's, how does this work when, when you discover you have an issue or, or finally admit it? I don't know how to word it. The Narcotics Anonymous Fellowship in this area has what they call a hotline. And I used to oh, answer cool. it, and I should know the darn number, but I don't. I'll look it up while we're talking about it. But you can call the NA line. It's a helpline. And the person, it's usually answered 24-7. Wow. And the person on the other end of that line, you can tell them what's going on, and they will hook you up with meetings. We're lucky in this area that this uh, NA has about 45 meetings that meet seven days a week. Everywhere oh my goodness, here. that's amazing. Right. And also you can go to na.org and you can get information about meetings all over the country, in fact, all over the world. You can also go on to aa.org and find out information there. I'm sure, I think if I remember correctly, back in the day when we had telephone books, yeah. they were one of the yeah. first numbers you could find in the telephone oh. book was AA. So you can go on you know, the internet and look mm -hmm. at that information up and find out about that. And I'm sure they have people that answer phones that could give information about that too wow and andy one thing that surprised me at the the pra they uh they have some meetings at midnight sometimes i guess that's probably really needed and makes sense i wouldn't have assumed that that's that's yeah. pretty awesome yeah but yeah. I, I mean i'm assuming there's some times at night where you know you might be alone and it might be a great time to go to a meeting versus using or drinking or whatever right. your life happens to be. Yeah, and shift work and some other stuff. Oh, no, that's play. true. That's yeah, true. all that yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, so the hotline number is... Uh, for NA. Yeah, for NA is 219-793-6262. So it's local. It's local. The Portage Recovery Association also has a phone where they answer mm -hmm. all the time, um, and that number is 219-364-6138. Okay. Or just look up Portage PRA and, Portage and it come up. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's a lot of opportunities. You and your acronym, Greg. You and your acronym. <laughs> it's easier to remember. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, uh, oh, but yeah. And, and, oh, and again, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. And the other host, still, he's he's moving towards the shore. Uh, last word we got is towards Michigan City in a canoe. That's Andy Bozek. Maybe you'll end up near uh, near Burns Harbor and buy a Bozek uh, automobile. You know my dad listens to the show. He's going to be so angry that I'm out in the canoe right now and not fishing with him. Uh -oh. <laughs> Canoes, you don't have enough room to, to pull in the, the big fish. So oh, you're okay. in the wrong well, I'm boat. not a fisherman, so yeah. he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but uh but anyways and and I'm, it's kind of funny i'm looking at danielle's shirt she's got a pink floyd shirt on the wall and actually i'm going to see brit floyd 
uh, in Chicago this weekend. That's so cool. So and the doing the wall. I yeah. didn't even actually wear that on purpose. I was gonna say maybe you yeah <laughs> constantly not. heard that yeah. No, it was funny because Xander's like, do you even know the name songs on that album? I'm like, kid, I showed you the songs on that album. She can. <laughs> she only named two. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but again, uh, come out May twentieth at the, uh, the the Portage Recovery Association off of McCasland Road uh, and Willow Creek in Portage from 1 to 5 and uh, awesome food, uh, music, yeah. bouncy hounds for the kids, not for Andy, for the kids, <laughs> and, and good conversation, yes. as well as uh, lots of information about various programs we have going on. And I, I cannot stress enough, you know, I, I, good conversation. Uh, when I was there uh, that last Saturday, I, I was there for like five hours. Yeah. And yeah. What? We, we, yeah, we five hours. Uh, some members held them captive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was hijacked. Actually, they, uh, they they took out some handcuffs and did my it was more of an ankle cuff to a chair. But that was I don't okay. believe any of this because if anyone had to spend five hours with Greg, I've talked to his wife, they're trying to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will tell you, I was so fascinated by the people and... Uh, it, yeah, I, I cannot. I cannot say enough about how how wonderful the program is, and how lucky we are to have something like that in our community. And um, yeah, I mean, I. You, so, what is one of these programs like? So, like I've seen a thousand things on TV that you assume is probably realistic, but you don't know. It's like a fireman show or a lawyer show. Probably a lot of BS too. Are you so, talking do you, about? Do you, are you talking about like the intervention shows and the? dramatic things well, like that? No, I, I, no, I'm talking more of like, oh, now I can't even think of what, um, the show, oh, Shameless. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Shameless. shameless. I've, never, I've never seen that show. <laughs> so I it's watch. probably not a good show, but <laughs> they do go to NA meetings on the show. They do. I've, I've watched, and actually, he goes to AA meetings. Okay. Hey, you're right. So, I'm sorry. Um, it is... <laughs> 50% accurate. Okay. And I have no idea. I've so never seen the show. I challenge so. you to watch an episode of Shameless. Your life will be changed forever. <laughs> I guess, oh, oh, my goodness. I can't believe I brought that up. It's, it's a lot to handle. It's a lot to handle. I, I, I li- watch that show, and that was my life. I live that way. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even own a television set, so I don't know what y'all are talking about. However, I, I'm glad to see that we're talking more about the fact that, you know, addiction is not just a moral failing. Addiction mm-hmm. is a disease. It's in the mm-hmm. uh, diagnostic manual as a disease. Like, I never wanted to end up homeless and degraded and uh, a junkie. I'm sure Danielle never wanted to go through what she did. You know, a lot of times people think this is a choice. Mm-hmm. But some people can use socially and put it down, mm-hmm. and have something on the weekend, go back to work. When you cross over into true addiction, you can't stop. There's no way to stop because once you enter any of those substances into your body, you're just off to the races again. So it's good to have more public information about the AA and the NA and the other 12-step mm-hmm. fellowships that are around because I know there are a lot of, um, like I started a local rehab and there's a lot of places you can spend a lot of money to try and recover. Mm-hmm. but. These 12-step fellowships are free. You can walk into anyone, anywhere in the world. I went. I was fortunate enough to go to the uh, World Service Office of the Narcotics Anonymous, and in that place, I got to have a tour, and they showed literature that was in Farsi and wow. French and German. Wow. There's meetings all over the world, so. We want to get the message out that you can recover. Any addict can stop mm-hmm. using and learn how not to use drugs and live a, a great productive life. And we want people to yeah. come see us and be, this is the face of recovery. It's not all just about, as I said, the people mm-hmm. who are you know homeless and mm-hmm. still drug addicted. We want to help all those people. And again, the again another surprise, and I mentioned it early in the show, the money it, it's you don't need any money to come and and it's all donation like the they they passed uh i always call it passing the hat but it was like a basket basket yes. and, and and if somebody wanted to put some money in they could and and some did and some didn't for and and it was all it was all okay and i was just so impressed by that 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 there was no no kind of stigma of well you, you know you, you, if you're not going to put any money and you can't sit here or it, whatever your situation, you can't sit here. No, it's all 
arms are wide open and come and smiles. Oh my gosh! We call yeah. it the therapeutic value of one addict helping another. Is what wow. parallel, right? Yeah, that was. Well, I think what's so yeah, go what's ahead. so cool about what what's going on in society as a whole is, I think what, you're 100 percent right. There is that negative stigma about addicts, but. It's touched so many of our lives. I mean, it's touched my life personally. I could tell stories and, and family members and friends that I've lost from high school. And I mean, not to the extent that I'm sure you guys could, and I'm not trying to compare it, but it's touched so many of our lives that I think people are talking about it more and, and seeing it as the disease it is. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully that stigma is disappearing. And, and because, I mean, any one of us could get pulled down that path really quickly. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to get out. I, I've, I've seen it myself. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think what you guys are doing here is amazing. And uh, that you got your son involved, Dander. That's so cool, bro. <laughs> that really is. You know, I'm going to tell you guys, when, when, when we decided to start this, I looked at them. I said, and I, I did not invite them. I did not, because my daughter's involved, too. Mm. Um, they oh, awesome. three years younger than him. Yeah. And if you can follow us on Facebook at Wall Holland Home. She is actually doing all the social media. She's our social media guru. Her name's Deja. And, uh, but I didn't want them involved, because I didn't want to be their mom. Mm. You know? Like, this is... This is like serious, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I want to be their mom and their mom. <laughs> <But> I mean, <laughs> in, in this, like, I didn't want to feel like I had to parent them, and they have right. superseded anything that I thought that they, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. They have a passion for it. I wonder where they got it from. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I, I just think it's so cool because I was thinking about this, I don't even know what I'm talking about. It might have been Peggy. Who knows? We, I was talking to somebody, or Lisa, or somebody, and it, it's amazing to me that what we're doing is realistically what's happened in my life. I have two older children that have experienced recovery with their mother, and I have two older children that both of their fathers are addicts and alcoholics, and so is their mother who's recovering, and neither of them have chose that road. Well, I think that that speaks volumes, mm-hmm. and that is because of the recovery community that saved my life. These women and men mm-hmm. helped me, I mean, fathered my children you know they taught them what it was i mean that it's just i can never put a price mm-hmm. value on it mm-hmm. i mean there's a countless amount of people who i've met through you know the pra and things like that that i call grandma uncle oh yeah and, you know like family they are family yeah. you know yeah family isn't always blood so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. My sponsor went to their grandparents' days because most of my parents <laughs> oh. weren't around. My father had lost, my father actually committed suicide Uh-oh. before I got clean, and um, my mother wasn't around and, um, since then in the past. And my sponsor and my aunt went for grandparents' day. And wow, that's cool. My kids, it's insane. That is super yeah. cool. Yeah, and again, you, you want to see more of these people come, I mean, and meet what wonderful uh, people they are. And May 20th at 1 to 5, and. Uh, yeah. And I want to throw out also, it's Wall, W-H-W-A-H-L, and the and symbol, Holland Home. Because I was just finding him on Facebook, and it's the word and doesn't pull him up. So make sure you use the and symbol. And I want to throw this out, Xander. That logo, if you design that, that is super cool. That, I really <laughs> like so that. Thank you. Very impressed. Yeah, worked hard on that. And Andy doesn't yeah. get impressed very often, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. No. <laughs> so if you need but I'm a photographer, and I noticed that. That's a great photo. You know, I know someone's got a, a black Suburban with pink stripes on the side. Maybe maybe some other graphics can, uh, you know, be put on there and make it more manly. Oh, great. Even though, you know, real men wear pink. I, I heard that somewhere, but. Listen, I will take all the harassment you'll give me, but I do not That's drive a Suburban. It's him. a Ford. It's a Ford. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just, like, using an example of a car on the No, street. it's Andy's. <laughs> oh. No, it's me. Well, he's, when he's not on the canoe on Lake Michigan, he's in a, a black Suburban with pink stripes on the side. I just wanted to say thank you both for letting us come here and talk about Wall and Holland, because as you can tell, it's really dear to our heart, and we don't want those two women who we've named this after or any other addict to ever have to lose their lives over this. So this is just one small thing we can do to try and stop that. Well, we've, you know, when we first started the show over a year ago, this is the epitome of what we, you know, bringing some stuff about what's going on in the county, what what awesome programs we've got, the people. I've often, every show I say, you know, we got the best best county in the state and it's it's people like yourselves that are doing what you're doing and 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 other things going on that really sets us apart 
Definitely. You know, so yeah, that's kind of cool, yeah. right, Andy? It's uh, exactly what we started for, and I love what they're doing. I really do. I, I wish you guys the best of luck with this. Um, and, and I, I mean, four to seven years is great. I'm hoping it happens quicker. <laughs> well, thank you. So, well, again, we'll see you on Saturday, Detroit, Andy. So you can help us do that. And if you bring your pocketbook, you can make this wish come sooner. You know. Right. Yeah, I'm already looking at my schedule for this one. Here, so <laughs> I got two games that day, but I, I think we'll be able to make it work. <laughs> yeah, come hungry. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we've got about five minutes left. Is there anything else you want to? Uh... No, I just, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for allowing us, and um, thank you for. Peggy and Xander and my the entire team that believe in this project mm -hmm. and we are um, we're, we're just it's just pretty amazing mm -hmm. it's, it's finally coming to fruition it's coming it's well your idea went well from being knocked down in the Walmart store you know <laughs> yeah, after helping know Peggy up from the ground and yeah, you know I know I know uh, it's, Wait, it's, I want Xander to create this meme of his mom running over Peggy <laughs> with the car. I, I will do it. I like recovery <laughs> question mark. Put it on a banner. I think that's a great idea. It is. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing. And I will tell you, the, the name, I just want to go back to the name. That, the, um, we did speak to both of the families, and, and the women's name were Jackie Wall and Amy Holland. And mm -hmm. uh, Jackie was my friend that I've known since I was 13. I grew up in Miller and there was a bunch of us Miller girls mm -hmm. and she's one of them and then Amy Holland was my best friend that I met in recovery. The first time I ever really belly laughed was with her oh. <laughs> and uh, and I missed her dearly and I miss them both dearly and um, they just left us way too soon and uh, but their families have been so supportive mm -hmm. and so excited. Um, Jackie has three children and Amy has two. Oh. And uh, are, are the kids involved at all? Or are they planning on getting involved? Do you think? Um, I think they're they're going to come. They're going to come. Yeah. I mean, this is this is hard. I can only mm -hmm. imagine. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. only imagine. Mm -hmm. But it's it's it gives us somewhere positive to mm -hmm. look, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. So, so I just we didn't talk mm -hmm. enough about that. I just wanted to mm -hmm. kind of put that out there. Well, it goes back to the you know we, we've talked to about how coincidences and things are meant to be and. Look at you guys bump into each other and uh, and and look where we're sitting, you know. Well, I was laughing because I was looking at Danielle's hands when I first met her in recovery 15 years ago. I used to look at her and go, that girl is a waitress for a living. How does she keep those long, beautiful, painted nails? And then today I'm sitting here looking at them, and they're sparkly silver nails. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's, so. it's like a disco ball on her fingers. <laughs> you know, it's all about what you wear. you got to create attention some way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a waitress when I first got clean. I oh. waitressed for yeah. many years until... Um, about nine years ago, I entered into marketing. Okay. It kind of yeah. happened. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And I will tell you that the benefits of my recovery have been, even though I started out uh, flinging shakes everywhere and serving. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what that would look like. I used to walk to and from work because they didn't have bus service in Valpo yet. Yeah. I really wow. worked hard at that. but. In the meantime, I have gone back to college. I have an associate's degree. I'm working as a legal secretary for a local firm. I am going to be, as I said, wow. attending my daughter's wedding this fall. Yeah. And I have this plethora of all these people, we call it in our fellowship, uh -huh. all shapes, sizes, genders, colors, cultures. And we all, as you said, we're all there to save each other's lives. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. And it I'm is. very grateful. It is. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Well, again, May 20th, uh, 1 to 5 at the uh, PRA building, which is off of McCasland and uh, Willow Creek and Portage. Uh, you go in that area, I'm sure you'll, you'll see it. There's there's no way you're going to miss this thing. There's bands playing and yes, uh, you will not bouncy house it. and food. And <laughs> the smell alone, I imagine, is going to waft through the whole area. area. Oh, yeah. And all of us board members will be attending and we'll all be wearing Wall and Holland t-shirts. Oh, we cool. We'll be the only ones. With I wonder who designed those, Xander. Some awesome dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, we we appreciate you coming out here and uh, and talking about this wonderful, soon, hopefully soon to be, uh, um, family recovery center. And uh, yeah, but this has been uh, WVLP one hundred three point one FM, Porter County Buzz, uh, and we. Uh, yeah, it's been another week, and you guys want to say uh, a 
quick sign off there. You say come hi to somebody. See, come out and see us at the PRA. If you see someone in a T-shirt that says Wallen Holland, please come up and introduce yourself to us and ask us any questions that you feel you need to ask. There you go. Yeah, and we're yeah. available. You can call me twenty four seven if you have any questions or email us. Uh, okay, we check it all the time. Yeah, follow us on Facebook at Wall and Holland Home. It's the and for sand, not the word and, the, the and symbol. You can find all the information there. Okay. Well, thanks for, for being on the show tonight. And uh, Andy? Yes, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, guys, for joining us. Thank you. Man. All right. Row yourself safely in the shore there, Andy, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. All right. Take care, you guys. Later. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night.